Welcome to Post Game with Paul Golden, a sports and faith podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly. Thanks for joining us. Today's guest is Navy lacrosse player Dane Swanson Jr. This 20-year-old was heavily recruited as an eighth grader, ending up as a standout athlete at the United States Naval Academy. In this episode, Dane details a typical day in the life of a midshipman and the excitement of the famous Army-Navy game. He describes his faith and identity in Jesus Christ and shares his future goal of being a Navy fighter pilot. Now, here's your host of the Post Game Podcast, Paul Golden. Welcome to the Post Game Podcast. We are joined today by Dane Swanson Jr., who is a uh, lacrosse player at the United States Naval Academy. So, Dane, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. You are our very first lacrosse player on the podcast, and I think you're also uh, the youngest athlete that we've interviewed. You're 20 years old. You are a six foot four, 200 plus pound lacrosse player on the United States Naval Academy. What position do you play for the for Navy? Uh, I play midfield at Navy. I don't know much about lacrosse. You're playing offense. You're on both sides of the field, correct? Right. It's a lot of up and down, a lot of running. I play mainly offensive midi, though, so mainly on the offensive end. How would you describe yourself as a player? My strength is my outside shot, and then I like to just dodge and use my speed to get myself and my teammates open. Lacrosse is a fast-growing sport. My son played in high school, not to the same level that you did, but it's it's a great sport to watch. There's hitting, there's lots of action, uh, a lot of strategy and passing and uh, scoring. You're originally from uh, Maryland, St. Mary's, Maryland. Uh, you're a 2020 graduate. Is it McDonough School? Is that correct? Yes, sir. McDonough. Do you have any teammates at Navy that you played with or against in, in high school? I do. Um, so our, ca- our senior captain this year, Jack Sweeney, I went to high school with him. He graduated in 2018. And then Jackson Bonnet, who's my roommate now, actually, I graduated at McDonough with him and played with him. And he played on my club lacrosse team, Crabs Lacrosse growing up. So I've been really fortunate to get to play with those guys. You're a three-sport athlete in high school, four-star recruit. You were uh, invited to the United States U19 men's team, and you made it all the way to the round of 50. You're a two-time Under Armour, underclass All-American. So you came out of high school pretty highly recruited. In fact, talking to your dad, you were recruited heavily by a lot of schools. How early did that recruiting process take place in, in high school? So the recruiting process started in eighth grade, eighth grade summer. It was pretty stressful that young, and it's pretty crazy how early the recruiting was. They changed the rule, so now kids can't talk to schools till junior year, but back then it started in eighth grade. I'm trying to think back to my eighth grade year. I'm, I'm pretty certain that there was no schools whatsoever looking at me in eighth grade, so that's pretty high compliment. Some of those schools were impressive schools to be looking at you. Air Force, Harvard, Johns Hopkins, Loyola, University of North Carolina, Ohio State, and Princeton. That's that's a good list right there. What was it about Navy that stood out to you above all the, the rest? My dad went to the Naval Academy and made a career in the Navy. Whether I knew it or not, I always wanted to come here. Um, it's kind of, I told my mom when I committed here that it was a dream come true. Navy's really unique. We don't have the same lifestyle, I guess, as a normal college student. It's very busy and very structured. The thing that stands out to me about Navy is how close you're kind of forced to get with your teammates because those are the guys that you're relying on day to day. 100% been how it is here for me. I've made my best friends in the world. I'm pretty lucky to be here. How is 
your experience at the service academy like Navy different than a typical Division One student athlete? Our days are just so structured. So it's we have a lot else going on with our military duties and the academics are pretty demanding. It's just I think we might have less. We we get all the time in, but it's a lot busier than I than I than a lot of my friends that I talk to. But it's our coaches uh, understand that and work with us. Navy does a great job of like providing resources. So we're able to balance it all. Walk us through a typical day during the season. Like what time are you getting up? Like what happens next? Give us an overview of a typical day for Dane Swanson. I'll get up about 6.30, go down, get breakfast, and then classes start around 7.45. So I'll walk to class at 7.30. We have class until 11.30. And then we'll have a lunch break from 11.30 to 1.30. But we'll usually have practice or a lift during lunch for 30 to 45 minutes and then we'll do that shower go get lunch and then we'll have another class from 1 30 to 2 20 and then you have 40 minutes to get to the weight room we have a every day we lift before practice um, which has been really good uh this year we have a new strength coach tim murray and he's uh he's done wonders for our program and helping us out and then we have practice after that from four to anywhere between 5.30 to 6. And then you go to dinner, and then you're doing homework, wake up, do it all over again. What time are you usually in bed? Is there lights out in the dorms at uh, Navy? I mean, are you up studying to the wee hours of the night? I usually get to bed around 11.30. I'm sure it's hard to believe you're halfway through your collegiate career, just finishing up your sophomore year. I know at, at Army, it's called a plebe. What do they call first-year students at Navy? Plebes at Navy. And then youngsters is sophomore. And then junior, second class, and then seniors first so you're halfway there so your freshman year playing for navy you only played in five games uh, due to an injury we'll talk about that later but you've had a great really i think a breakout season this past uh past year your sophomore year you played 15 games you had 38 points it's kind of like hockey for the number of goals plus the number of assists equals the number of points so you had 21 goals 17 assists uh, which totals 38 points that's to me it's a great season but I think one of the highlight games was back in April, uh, the annual Army-Navy game. Uh, my son and I were privileged to be there at Mikey Stadium there at West Point. It was an incredible upset. Army was ranked number five in the nation. You guys came in, pulled off an upset in overtime. Tell us about that game. What does it mean to play as a Navy player in an Army-Navy lacrosse game? It's unreal. Um, the atmosphere at those games is always crazy. The week building up to it, Practice feels different. It's uh, it's almost more competitive. Guys are button heads all week. But what stood out to me since I've been here is how invested the alumni are in the Army-Navy game and how much it means to them, too, and the support you feel from those guys uh, leading up to the game. And then playing in it, it's the coolest thing in the world. Um, it's super competitive. Everyone's going as hard as they can, and it's really just special to be a part of. I've been to an Army-Navy football game in the past, and going to my first Army-Navy lacrosse game was equally as exciting. I mean, the, the pregame, the national anthem brought goosebumps. Uh, they have parachuters coming in. They have the flyover with a Blackhawk helicopter. Then the game itself, the alumni, there was several thousand there on that beautiful day in April. So it was just a picturesque, unbelievable game. So if anyone ever gets a chance to go to an Army-Navy lacrosse game, check it out. You had one goal and three assists in that game. It was back and forth, back and forth. What were you guys thinking going into overtime? Like, did you think you had this in the in the bag? Was it a power play that started the overtime? Right. So Pat Skalniak dodged 
and drew a penalty. So we were able to go man up for the last one. And our coach, our offensive coach, Coach Ross, had put in a little tweak to our man up play that week to prepare for Army. And uh, Jack Sweeney, was he caught it on the inside and scored. It was really awesome that Jack scored that goal because he hasn't, he didn't play a ton all year, mainly just on man up, but his like leadership throughout the year and how great of a teammate Jack is. Everyone was so excited that he scored. And I, I don't think of a better way to end your Navy career than beating Harvey in overtime. I'm going to transition from your lacrosse career and it's a bright career and have a great future as you look to your junior and senior year. You mentioned your dad was a Navy grad himself uh, in 1977. What did he do in the Navy all those years? My dad um, had a 30-year career in the Navy. He flew F-14s and was a fighter pilot. And then he had command at Pax River when I was born. And then I don't remember much of his career, but listening to him talk about it sounds incredible. I definitely want to fly like him if I'm able to. Well, he's had some great stories and you come from a great family, your mom and dad, uh, Dane Sr. and Karen and your sister, Lydia Grace. I first met you and your family almost 10 years ago up in upstate New York in the Adirondacks at a Christian conference center called Word of Life. And your dad at the time, I think still is as a, as a board member there. And I remember you had a lacrosse stick in your hand. That's crazy. I don't even remember. I don't remember that. So that's awesome that I had a lacrosse stick. I came across uh, an old picture myself. And uh, if you remember the Webb family uh, and you were there, I'm like, you look so small now to see you 10 years later, you know. Six foot four, a beast on the midfield uh, for Navy playing and preparing to serve our country. It's pretty special to see the growth in your life in that. You know, obviously your faith is important to you and your family. When did you become a follower of Christ? I accepted Christ at a really young age. I think I was five. I remember I was in the backyard playing. Dad was working in his uh, shed on the lawnmower, I think. And I think I went up to him and said, Hey, Dad, uh, I want to asked Jesus to save me. And then we prayed together. And uh, that's when I became a Christian. I know Navy and as many colleges do, especially the service academies have different Christian groups on campus. Are you part of any like, Christian ministry or groups there at Navy? Yes. Yeah, so I do FCA here. We have a, a pretty good group of guys that go to it regularly. So that's been huge for me just to be surrounded by great uh, Christian brothers. That's something I didn't have a ton growing up. And that's something that I've gotten here at Navy that's been pretty special. We meet uh, one day a week and the leader of it has an FCA huddle within our team too. So we'll meet with those guys, not every week, but when we can. And that's really awesome to be able to, I guess, use that to influence my teammates and um, make an impact for Christ on my team. That's been really cool to be able to do. As busy as you are as a student athlete at Navy, to me, whatever little free time you would have, you'd want to take it for yourself. But to make the time and go to the uh, Fellowship of Christian Athlete group is impressive. Your freshman year, unfortunately, you suffered a broken foot, I think, in the first game, right? Your first game playing there? Yep, first game on my first run. And you missed several games, and that probably wasn't the way you wanted to start your collegiate career at Navy. But how did your faith, Dane, get you through that setback, that disappointment? Just understanding that everything happens for a reason, and uh, my identity is in Christ, not lacrosse. And I don't think I always do a great job of keeping that um, at the forefront of my mind, but really just trusting God and 
understanding that if he's not going to let anything happen to me that's not outside his plan and just that yeah my identity is in him and that really is what got me through that and then just trying to find silver linings and other ways that God was using that to grow me. What has God been teaching you recently? You just finished up your uh, second year at the academy. What are some maybe spiritual truths or lessons you've been learning? He's teaching me perseverance and patience. I think the last couple of weeks have been really busy with final exams. And uh, I guess it's a lot of anxiety and stress. And my favorite uh, Bible verse is, Joshua 1, 9, be strong and courageous from with you wherever you go. I just use that as a reminder, just that God's with me. I got this. I guess that's definitely the biggest thing recently. That's a great verse that you chose, Joshua. Joshua himself, as you know, was an Old Testament military leader, and uh, you're there at Navy to be a, a future leader in the United States Navy. As far as your future, what, what's your major now at the academy, and what do you plan to do with that major? I'm a political science major at the Naval Academy, but we also, everyone gets a bachelor of, bachelor of science degree too. We're forced to take a lot of science classes. To be honest with you right now, I'm just trying to get through the classes to the best I can. I, I don't have a plan really to pursue political science after college, but I just thought that was a major I could succeed in here and enjoy while I'm here. Typical college kids, you go home for the summer, get a job or whatever. Army, Navy, it's certainly a different setup. What, what are your commitments during the summer? In about two and a half weeks, I'm going to San Diego to go on a surface ship out of San Diego for a month. I'm on, a, I think it's an LHD cruise ship, and I'll be with the enlisted crew on the ship. They'll be taking us around, showing us their daily life, kind of gaining a better understanding of how life in the fleet works. So I'll do that for a month. And then I get a month off just with my family. So I'll be home. And then the third month of the summer, I'll be back at the academy for two weeks. Uh, I'm doing YPs, which is yard patrol boats. So I'll be on one of those. I'll be at the academy for two weeks, studying charts and learning how to operate the YP. And then for the second two weeks, we'll be going up the East Coast. I, I think we go to Baltimore, Philly and Boston. So that'll be pretty neat. That'll be a great experience. And then when do you head back to campus? Like, do you come back early because you're an athlete or is it you come back at the normal time of the other midshipmen? No, it's normal time. I, I think it's in August, but I'm not positive. Then obviously for, for most of our listeners, they would know anyone that goes to the Air Force Academy, Army or Navy has a five-year commitment following their graduation. Do you know yet what you're doing or where you'll be assigned for that five-year commitment? No. So I would love to select Navy pilot as my service selection, but I won't figure that out until uh, sometime next year, senior year, or I won't find out till senior year what I definitely get, but I'm hoping Navy pilot. So long-term goal is kind of following in your father's footsteps, be a Navy fighter pilot. Yes, sir. Well, back when I was in college, the movie Top Gun came out and this summer, uh, it's kind of the remake of uh, Top Gun. So maybe you'll be back in San Diego at some point for uh, Top Gun training. But after your career serving our country in the Navy or Marines, what are some of your long term goals? Right, Just to be, I guess, the best friend and a father if I have a family and to be able to just continue to have an influence for Jesus wherever I go. 
I think that's the biggest thing. As an older man, uh, looking at you as a young, uh, a young leader, it's neat to see your growth from when I first met you to now going into your junior year at Navy and being a future leader in our, uh, our military. I think the future is bright, despite a lot of the challenges uh, going on in the world and in our country. Check out Navy Lacrosse. I think next year's Army-Navy game is going to be in Annapolis. Is that correct? That's correct. Dane Swanson, Jr., thanks so much. Any closing thoughts or comments? Uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Dane. Hey, God bless and enjoy uh, your summer uh, both on the East Coast and out in the Pacific. Thank you. We trust you were encouraged by this conversation with Dane Swanson Jr. If you enjoyed it, we'd ask that you subscribe to the Post Game with Paul Golden podcast. This way, you'll never miss an upcoming episode. And while you're at it, share this podcast with that sports fan you know. To help underwrite the expenses of this unique sports and faith podcast, simply go to our website, paulgolden.org, and click donate. That's paulgolden.org. Thanks for joining us for Post Game with Paul Golden.